This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your coaching journey. After exploring the concept of authenticity, in today's episode, we'll focus more on how to be generous. You may wonder, what is the link between authenticity and generosity? You see, at first, we are not longer afraid to be who we are, and we are not longer dependent on the love and appreciation we receive from others. That's authenticity. And second, we enjoy giving and sharing from a place of genuine care and totally detached from the return or the outcome of our actions. That's generosity. You see, there is a fulfillment, a beauty, a growing life experience in the action of giving and being generous. And most people will just give open-heartedly. It is in our nature. Like most of us will jump into the river if we see a child drawing, even if we don't even know that kid, it is just part of who we are. 
The only issue that may create is when subconsciously we attach a sense of being loved, appreciated, etc. to the thing we do and wait for a return. When we learn to detach the two, the life experience is enhanced. Hope that clarifies. Now, before we start, I'd like you to take a moment to breathe and go back to a time when you received something from someone out of the blue without even expecting it, without even knowing you actually need it or wanting it. Do you even remember that feeling? Do you even remember that precise moment? You can pause now for a few moments and allow those coming, those memories to come back. I will wait for you. And while you do that, I'll share one of the most beautiful gifts I ever received. When I was probably 20 years old, still a student in Lille, France, in the north of France actually, with basically close to zero money, I was having a great, great Irish friend. He was two years younger than me, yet we had a very close, almost fusional relationship. Easter was coming that year in April and he said, why don't you come with me for Easter? You see, he knew that neither me nor him could not afford to fly back home for Easter. And, and I was like, oh, okay, but where? And he says, no worry, you know, my friend has a girlfriend, uh, a French girlfriend, and her mama is taking us for Easter. And I was so embarrassed as I, I didn't know his friend and I didn't know the girlfriend of his friend and definitely not her mama. To cut a long story short, she picked up uh, from, from, from Lille and we went to Dunkirk, which is a beach in north of France. And she brought us to a monastery where monks were not allowed to speak, only to sing. And we were treated like kings and queens. And after we just you know, went to this beautiful restaurant and she was paying for everything that we were taking. And, and after that, we just went to a beach and the guys, like any Irish will do, just play guitars and flute and, and sing it till late in the evening. I do not remember the name of any of them other than my dear friend, of course, but so many years now have passed and I still remember their smile, their kindness, I, I still remember my smile. I still remember how great that day was and, and how great we all feel. And it all started with a mom who wanted to offer something to kids that cannot afford to be with their family for Easter. Now that we are going back into this feeling of generosity, let's take a closer look to what is generosity. We all love the concept of generosity, to be considered generous and to receive generously too. It is often considered the highest virtue. Simply put, it means giving without expecting anything in return. But how easy is to do that in our today's society? You see, living in Paris, I got to see a lot of homeless people. And, and even supporting an association called Entourage. And, and by all means, get, definitely you can go and visit their website at entourage.social. And you will see the most amazing story. 
And I remember in a discussion with them how people looked away and, and not help, but not because they were not sensitive to another human problem, but simply they did not know how and what to do. The most oft heard blocks when, it's come to, when it comes to generosity are, what do I have to offer and whom shall I offer it to? What if that person turns me down? Most of us go down the road doubting who we are and what is good in us. If you struggle with that question, try this two-step process. First, ask yourself, what is your most precious gift? What is that you received and feel so lucky, so happy about it? And second, Think about what is the best gift you ever made and how offering that gift made you feel. You see, our inner gift is something so easy for us to share. We just need to recognize what it is and start working on it. On the other hand, worrying about how your gift will be received or how valuable that gift is for those receiving it is natural. It makes sense when we are not so clear about who we are and what we do. Yet when you think about it, what are the risks when simply offering something that is given from all your heart? The worst that can happen is a person refusing it, right? Now what is the probability for that to happen? How many times did you refuse a gift? And providing that would happen. Would it be the end of the world? And yes, I will not lie, sometimes, especially people living on streets for a long time, may be quite aggressive in refusing your gift or your pity. And it makes sense if you get only one thing out of this episode. I would like you to consider that pity is not generosity. Pity is not gift. Pity, even when it's coming from compassion, is still pity. And you see, nobody wants to be pitied. Pity may be when you put some coins near a homeless person without even looking and rushing away from him and her. Compassion is feeling there is something you can do about it. And if the homeless example may feel too extreme, and it is, by all means, a very difficult situation to face, the same can be applied in so many other situations. When you pity someone instead of showing compassion, just to give yourself, let's say, some good conscience. So here are five tips you can always give, no matter who you are and how much you have. The first thing you can give, it's a smile. Give a smile. Smile to life and life will smile back to you. It's such a gift to receive a smile and so easy to give it all day long, over and over. Please remember to smile. It's just natural. The second thing you can give, it's a hand. Give a hand. 
Just don't walk away or look away when you see someone in need. It may be as simple as a mom carrying a baby and a luggage. Who needs a hand, right? Don't think of huge things, but look for those little things that can improve a second of someone's life and show that you do care. The third thing that you can give, always, it's your affection. Give your affection. Have a genuine love outlook on life and humans. I don't say it's easy to love everybody, but I believe deep inside me that we don't come to this world full of anger and hate. Watch a baby and you'll see what I'm talking about. So put a lot more of your heart in the day-to-day -day life. Maybe it will feel strange in the beginning, but I'm sure it will come back without even realizing it. Love and affection is endless in humanity as long as we allow ourselves to care without expecting something in return. Most of the time a miracle happens. When you give your affection, strange loves are bringing more and more affection back to you. Now the fourth thing you can always give it's your inner gift. I so love this one. Give your inner gift. We all have something that is ours, a talent we are born with, a thing we are so good about, that feels so easy for us, that it requires zero effort. Maybe you are an artist, maybe you are a finance guy, maybe you are the best in growing flowers. Whatever your inner gift, remember to share it. It's like an endless fountain for you. It costs you nothing to share it, and sharing brings you so much joy. By all means, share your inner gift. Now, the fifth one, it's actually a phrase which is saying, give as much as you can. You may not have much, but what you have can be shared. Don't put yourself in danger, just share what you can share. You know, there is a saying going like that, rich people are giving, poor people are sharing. Share what you consider okay for you to share. Life would be so much better if all of us would share a little more in a genuine way. Generosity, like everything in life, it's a practice. And this practice is becoming more natural we don't longer think of it. I absolutely love when somebody tells me what they cannot do. And after a while, see them doing that specific thing without even noticing it any longer. I know, I trust that will be your case as well. Now for this week homework, I will encourage you to go and speak with a homeless person. I know that is not the easiest homework I ever gave you. Yes, I trust you have all that is needed to achieve it. Contrary of what you may think, what a homeless person misses the most is not the food, it's not the clothes, and it's not the money. It is the attention. You will be surprised of the powerful discussion you may have when you just say hello watching that person in the eyes. Nobody does that. They say, I, I remember this powerful conversation I once had with a lady that found herself in this, you know, circumstances. And she said to me, nobody even notices me.
the gift you can make to someone who does not feel like human any longer. You see, just shake their hands, say hello, wash them in the eyes. I believe it was Mother Teresa who once said, go and find a person who does not believe in love and prove them wrong. Sharing unconditional, non-judgmental love to someone you don't know can be such a liberating experience, not only for the one receiving, but mostly from the one giving. Generosity is directly linked to absence of judgment. And in the next episode, we will explore exactly that, how to remove judgment, judging yourself, judging a situation, judging others. Till then, I want to leave you with this final thought. How would the world look like providing every one of us will allow oneself to be truly generous, even for a single minute each day? I will see you next week. Until then, enjoy. This is your coaching journey. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.